Hey guys, welcome to CCV Kids Coach Podcast. Shauna and I will be your host today. Today's podcast is all about how to be a coach. Yes. And you know, we've got some great coaches across all of our campuses. And today we've got Jason Loebmeyer here with us from the Surprise Campus. He's the kids pastor out there doing a great job. And they've got some coaches out there who are killing it. So he's going to be here today sharing some of his wisdom with us. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Jason. Wow, Shauna, that's uh, very kind of you to say, wisdom. Uh, Well, I've been in uh, CCV since 2012 and been on staff since 2013 and been in kids ministry practically my whole life. My uh, mom had an in-home daycare until the time I was 12 and then I gave my life to Christ as a 15-year-old and started serving in children's church and uh, nursery and just never looked back. So uh, we've always been a volunteering family. Um, All of my family that's old enough to serve, serves in some capacity in uh, kids ministry and we love it. We just love kids and and love being a part of the church. Oh, that's awesome. We're so glad you're here with us today. Yeah, definitely. And something I know it's on your heart is how do you help a coach out, especially if they're brand new, but also if they've been doing it three, four years? Yeah, that's that's a, a great thought. I mean, uh, I think one of the hardest things about being a, a first-time coach is just that nervousness that you have because you want to do something great, you want to do something good, and you, and you know it's the right thing to do, but then you sign up and you're like, what now? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> like, I've never talked to a kid, let alone seven of them at the same time. How am I going to do this? And uh, as I was thinking through that, uh, one of the things that I think about is just the perspective that we have on, on different things. And I look at it as like a, a big view and a small view. And the big view is that at the end of the day, we're a part of what CCV is doing as a whole, a part of what God's doing as a whole. So um, if you never have a kid get baptized or never see someone take a next step, that really isn't the end of the world because kids go from our kids program into our students program and then hopefully into our adult program. And God is able to work at any point along those uh, lines. And that's what I think is really neat about kids ministry is that we don't always see the end result of a changed life or a changed family, but we know that we're making progress, we're making an impact in the lives of kids and families. And then the small view is that maybe that small person that's right in front of you and it's just saying, hey, today, this interaction, this moment matters to this child, to this first-time family, and not forgetting that, hey, what's really important is that face, those uh, two eyes that are right in front of you and and what they're seeing and what they're hearing and what they're experiencing. Yeah, so um, what I hear you saying, Jason, is that uh, in in kids' ministry, we're really just kind of laying a foundation that we know God's going to work in and through um, for for maybe some decisions that we might see a little bit later in life. But what we're doing right now really matters because it's 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 the the foundation of, of what these guys know about God and His love and the church and all of that. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and don't get me wrong, like we just completed our week at camp and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. We have tons of kids who are making decisions and taking next steps. And I talked to a family who has decided that since their student is getting baptized, that mom and dad are also going to get baptized. And so that's just so cool. And we love being a part of that, but it's not the end all be all. So if if you are simply helping a kid get 
comfortable with the Bible or comfortable with the idea of hanging out with other Christians or doing the right thing when they're challenged at school um, or families trusting the church because there's a lot of people who are at church for the very first time or maybe the very first time in a long time. And uh, when our nursery team, our uh, EK team, our LK team, when all of our teams do well at providing an environment where parents can trust us and kids can trust Jesus, we're setting people up to win. Mm, that's great. Yeah, that's that's phenomenal. Now, as a coach, when I come in, especially brand new, uh, what kind of pointers do you have for me to help me be a great coach um, from worship or from how to control a group or um, just interacting with games hmm. inside there before the service even starts. Yeah, no, I, the answer is in the question. And, I, and I, I like how you set that up, Larry. It's really to just rewind a little bit. Like when we look at our Christian walk or our own development, we, we know that it's God at work in us. And so when you put on that coach shirt, you got to remember that that doesn't change. God is the one that's at work in you in that coaching situation. He's the one that's in at work in the classrooms. He's the one that's at work in those kids. I mean, the Bible tells us very clearly that the Holy Spirit is the one who draws us to Christ, and it is God working in us to complete salvation. So um, we're getting just to ride along and be a part of that. And so to your point, what you were saying, like, well, how do I do well in these different things, whether it's connect with a kid or help out with a discipline issue? Um, but the, the real root of that is building relationships. And I, I know that we talk about it a lot and you hear it all the time. Like, hey, the reason that we do this is to build relationships. We're trying to build relationships. We're trying to build relationships. And the reason that we say it over and over and over and over is because it's easy to forget. Uh, times it's like, no, I don't want to build a relationship. I want that kid to be quiet. Or <laughs> no, I don't want to build a relationship. I want that kid to stand up and worship. Yes, we do want all those things. But the key to getting to where we want to be is by building those relationships. So let's take discipline, for, for example. Uh, this is a common conversation I have, especially in our later kids area, where kids are a little bit more autonomous. They're making their own decisions. They may not want to stand in worship. They may not want to participate in a group. And the first question that I teach all of our coaches to ask is, how are you doing? Are you okay? And just let that kid answer. Like maybe they've had a really rotten day. Maybe they forgot to eat breakfast before they came to church. Maybe they got bullied at school this week and they're still processing that. We don't know until we ask. And so by asking that question, hey, are you okay? It gives us a chance to not only get a little bit more insight into what that kid is going through, but also possibly to talk to them pastorally and say, well, man, that's been a rough week. I'm sorry that you got bullied at school. Have you talked to your mom about that? Have you talked to your dad about that? Okay, all right. And what's your game plan going back into school? Do you have a friend at school that you can talk to or another adult? Awesome. Glad that we've talked about that. Hey, why don't we go ahead and pray about that? And sometimes I think that we underestimate the power of prayer because it's so simple. When we're bowing our head, we're closing our eyes, we're saying a few words, but God wants us to pray all the time. And so when you start with, hey, are you okay? Okay, well, this is what we need to do. Hey, let's pray together. And then reintroduce them back into the group. Um, it's so powerful. I, I've seen kids turn around 180 degrees just based on the two to five minutes of interaction like that. 
I love that. I know it's easy for me to show up with a checklist of stuff to do and check yeah. off all the boxes and that that might seem like the win as a coach. But um, what I hear you saying is the real win is building relationships with kids and um, beginning to gain their trust and let them know, uh, let them see Jesus through us that they might begin to trust him in the midst of those things and, and help us to be able to find out what they need and where they're at. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I, I mean, I, I don't know if any of us would like it if someone came up to us and said, hey, I can see you have a problem. Let me tell you how to fix it. And it's the same way with kids. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want anybody walking up to them saying, hey, here's how you need to get in line. Now get in line. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I wouldn't like that. Someone coming up to me like that. So definitely. I've tried it. You don't like it. <laughs> um, but what about, you have a, a veteran coach, three, four, five years they've mm-hmm. been coaching and they're feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. at some yeah. point. Um, the steps that they can go through, maybe coming to the kid's pastor or just what's some stuff that can encourage these guys for that? Yeah, so uh, when you've been coaching for a while and especially if you've seen like lots of kids get baptized or lots of families change and maybe you're serving in an area, let's take like the nursery for instance, where hopefully you're not baptizing babies because we don't do that at CC. <laughs> but uh, you're like wondering, well, am I really making a difference? Am I really making an impact? Um, there's a couple of things that I encourage you to do. Number one, talk to your ministry leader, whether that's the pastor or the coordinator that's in your room on the weekend. Uh, talk to them, let them know how you're feeling because we definitely care. And we wanna make sure that we're providing any support that you need as a coach in any of our areas. But the second thing I would do is I just kind of hang out and like look at the things that are happening at CCV um, outside of the classroom. Because sometimes all you see in the nursery are dirty diapers and the church is so much bigger than that. Uh, You're doing an amazing job as a nursery coach. And if you step outside, you get to see kind of what else is happening as people are getting baptized or families are uh, spending time around the cafe or um, people are coming to church for the very first time and they've got their three kids in tow and one of them happens to be a baby, but the other two are a little bit older. Or you see high schoolers who are starting to serve in different areas. And there's just a lot of different really cool things that are happening. And if we stay in one spot for too long, it's really easy to forget that there's so much else that, that we're playing a part in that's happening at CCB. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that is great. Um, just kind of the recap a little bit and what we gathered out of adjacent today is most importantly, build relationships. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. that is, that's phenomenal. And we know that as adults, if we build relationships, we get close with people, they start to trust us. And these kids look up to their coaches. Uh, they look up to these guys. And if we can build relationships uh, agreed, that's gonna make it 100% better. And knowing that they can always go to their kid's pastor or they can go to the coordinator, they can go to someone in a room, especially if they're struggling, there's plenty of people there to help and walk alongside of them and just have fun. Have fun yeah, being in a coach. Absolutely. Love it. Um, you know, Larry, there's there's one thing that I would say about building relationships, because I always try to like do a very actionable step when we talk about something. And when it comes to relationships, that action step is a two minute timer. And w- what I mean by that is that there's been several studies done on human relationships and, and building those things. And uh, what we found is that you can change the course of a relationship uh, just two minutes at a time. 
And so whether it's two minutes on Sunday here and two minutes on the next Sunday and two minutes on the next Sunday, um, if you're spending two intentional minutes interacting with a student who is normally giving you a hard time, over the course of four weeks, you can see a 180 degree turn on that kid. And that we're talking about like eight minutes total, but it's the matter of being intentional and connecting with that one person for two minutes. That's a great tip. I love that. I'm going to use that. Thanks for that. Yeah, I think <laughs> we awesome. all can use that. Even <laughs> yeah. the coaches with the kids, but I think as adults, we can use that. Right. So that's great. Again, Jason, thank you so much for being in here today. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. And uh, to all our coaches out there, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you guys are really what make CCV Kids Ministry possible. We couldn't do it without you. Yeah, thank you, coaches. And again, if you join us today, thank you for listening and hope to have you next time at our Kids Coach Podcast. Again, make it a great day. Oh, 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 oh,